Well, hello, you beautiful and talented Tech Doctor listeners. This is Robert, one of the Tech Doctors, and we are here along with David, Allison, and myself to discuss the recently concluded September 2020 Apple event. Allison, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm coming to you from the new, what I call Malloy Manor uh, in Cincinnati, um, our new house that we just moved into a month ago and we're never leaving ever. All right. <laughs> just going to live and work at home, huh? <laughs> well, not just that, but I'm never moving again after this. I'm oh, I see. You're not going to move true. again. Yeah. <laughs> no more boxes. No. All right. That sounds good. And David, how are you, sir? I'm feeling quite relaxed. My last move now was, I think, 16 years ago. So, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> since, so yeah, that was that was a bit of a, and we had to we sort of slightly downsized a little bit. So um, that was a pretty horrific event. So no, I've, I hate moving. It's horrible. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you're about like me. We moved in 2003. Was the last time. So that was what. About, about the same thing, about the same yeah. time as you. All right, so we are here to talk about what was announced from Apple Park today. And the first thing that was fantastic for uh, those of us who are blind and visually impaired was the presentation had lovely audio descriptions. Yes. All the videos yep. were described and exactly what was happening. It, it really made me enjoy it quite a bit more. I felt like I was able to fully participate. I assume the same for you all. Yeah, I felt like for the first time, I wasn't just sitting there guessing like, gee, I wonder what's happening now while this music plays or while this video goes. It Last event, we were able to watch with audio description after the fact. But if I'm not mistaken, this was the first time that you could watch it through the Apple TV app with audio description live. So I, I just was overjoyed. Yeah. And I was actually uh, watching it on my MacBook, and mm-hmm. the audio description just came right on. I guess I had, had turned it on for Apple TV or some yeah, other thing. Yeah, it played... It, I think it uses your audio description setting in um, in settings itself, and I yeah on my phone it just played. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning bit where they had that tunnel effect, it sounds like the audio description guy was trying to keep up towards the end because it was changing so fast. But uh, yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, you made it through. Yeah, yeah r- really great job. So there there were there were only two. Uh, products that were focused on this time uh, a new Apple Watch and new iPads, with the exception of the iPad Pros, which were uh, re updated earlier in the year. So uh, there, there was um, a couple new th- watch bands and a few new things going on, but I'm, I'm curious um, what, what you all liked and were impressed with, or maybe what you. I thought of the the what was what was presented. Whoever wants to share some of your thoughts, please go ahead and do so. Well, I thought overall it was a really good event. I liked that it was short um, because there was no lag, you know. But I am very interested in the new watch. Um, I like the fact that it has the blood oxygen meter. I have a series for. Um, 
previous discussions with my husband, TJ, or that we weren't going to upgrade and he probably won't. I'm going to see if I can negotiate with him to try to upgrade because <laughs> I really like that blood oxygen level indicator. I'm really trying to do more with health and fitness. I'm preparing actually for, for weight loss surgery in the next you know six to eight months. So I really want to be able to measure as many of my health metrics independently and easily as I can. So I'm, I'm definitely feeling the the new Apple watch. I'm curious though, David, you've had a chance to play with the, the always on display in the series five. Is that annoying? Cause I could see it being helpful in certain situations and I could see it being really annoying in others. Yeah. It doesn't really make a difference, honestly. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's, it was fine. I mean, when I tried it out, it's, I just, I couldn't even hardly notice. I even had the um, always on display actually on. Okay. Uh, so no, it didn't really didn't really excite me that much, unfortunately. So <laughs> the, the, I mean, the, the main thing that I like about the I think it's the series four and above, isn't it? I don't think the S three had it. Is that four protection? Yes. Yeah. Um, that's that's always good because my wife's got a um, she's got um, peripheral neuropathy, so mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work sometimes. So she's prone to falling, and I just think that would probably be the primary thing that would make me. You know, get her watch updated from an S3 to uh, even an S6 or the other one we can talk about in a minute um, mm-hmm. because that sounds quite good. But as far as I understand it, the ECG function, which is in the, what was it, been in the 4 and the 5 or just the 5, that's not available in Australia yet. So we're still waiting on that. So I'm just wondering again whether that blood oxygen saturation level is going to be a le- yet another feature <laughs> that's not going to be available in Australia yet. So... The main feature out of the the new S6, that seemed to be the only outstanding feature that they were really talking about um, that would make me, you know, think about upgrading to some extent. But, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I was, it was glad they were talking about it. I mean, I love, I mean, we can talk about the bands in a minute, but the new S6 was interesting. I don't know. I mean, I, I had a test S5, which I gave back to Apple. Um, so I've still got my original S3 again now, um, but the, the the nice thing about it was the fact that it was the new what was it the new what was that blasted app called the the Fitness Plus subscription yeah oh yeah I'm very interested in that hmm. um, so that was good because that was where you it, it could tailor make because I thought oh god it's always oh, it's only going to be about you know Olympic people and people that want to exercise and thrash their bodies and blah blah blah. But towards the end of that, when they were talking about it, it was great because they said it, it's all be, all levels of fitness. Mm-hmm. And if you want to just walk on a treadmill, run on the treadmill, you want to do yoga, um, you want to just use single weights, all that sort of stuff. So I thought, oh, that sounds really interesting. Because a lot of the time, those workout things, you just think they're for elite athlete, athletes and uh, yep. it, it wasn't. They have a lot of different kinds of workouts. Maybe we should explain that it's it's actually a new subscription service. It starts out as an app on your phone where you select uh, the workout. What these workouts have been designed by, they said, world-renowned trainers. And so they come along with music and they... When you select one, it transfers everything that you need 
to the watch. At least that's how I understood it. And then you do the workout using the watch and it provides you with lots of summary information on the screen of the watch as you're doing the workout. And so it looks like it's a pretty nice set of exercise packages, which they are going to be constantly updating, adding new exercises every week. So you you said you were pretty interested in that, huh, Allison? Yeah, my only concern is, are the workouts going to be descriptive enough that a totally blind person can follow it? Yeah. That's my only concern. I'm willing to give it a try, especially if I get the new watch and get three months for free. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely willing to to try it. I'm hoping that there is some sort of trial period for those who don't get a new watch. It wasn't made clear if this was going to be backwards compatible with all watches or if you were going to need the series six specifically, I would imagine that they were going to make it available, you know, to be able to transfer that data to the widest possible variety of watches. So I imagine that it's going to be pretty backwards compatible. Mm, Yeah, I think so too. I mean, what was interesting to me too is that the S3 is still also going to be available too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you don't want to, you know, if, if an S3 is perfectly fine, then you don't need to go to the, the Watch Six or the the new Apple SE, the new Apple Watch SE. God, I'm getting tongue tied now. There's different SE things out there. Yes. Um, so that was that was actually quite good as well. So yes, let's just kind of fill people in. They they announced the the new Series Six and a, also a new less expensive watch, the Apple Watch SE. They were talking about the SE as as being uh, having a very large face. I wasn't quite sure if that if they're just talking about what's on the face of the watch or if it's physically larger. Were, were either of you all have any more of an idea about that than I do? No, no, it wasn't made clear in the description either. No, no, no. I've noticed on Twitter quite a few people are asking that as well. But it almost sounded like they were talking about it only comes in one size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, what is that? The forty-four millimeter size. So yeah. The thing that caught me by surprise, which I didn't, I didn't realize the Apple Watch didn't do, and maybe it's a new feature in the in watch, uh, in the new Apple Watch is um, the um, altimeter. I didn't realize it didn't do the altimeter before. Because I was sitting here going, well, my my Galaxy Watch from two years ago does an altimeter. How you know I'm currently sitting at what am I, twenty-eight point three meters above sea level. So. I was quite surprised that my Apple Watch doesn't do that. So obviously that's a new feature in the new Apple Watch as well. Yes, they did they did mention that you can now get altimeter readings. Yeah, I didn't really realize it didn't do that either. All right, so what should we tell people about the let's start with the with the series 6. We 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 mentioned the the new oxygen blood oxygen sensor somebody want to describe that a little bit or say why you think that's important? So I've been going to a lot of medical appointments lately. So so blood oxygen level is used to kind of measure your, your overall level of health. Um, It's something that um, is used to to in combination with things like your heart rate and blood pressure to to um, 
measure more of your overall health and fitness. Um, and the, the lady on the video's oxygen was blood ox level was about 95%. And it was, that's a good one. That's a good level. Um, usually you have to put this little thing on your finger to, to measure it. And now it's just going to be a little sensor that's built into the back of the watch that actually uses like light and infrared technology to, to look at the, to, to guess the color of your blood and to therefore somehow through the magic of Apple technology, um, measure your, your blood oxygen level, um, and so that's pretty cool. Um, and you can do it just on your wrist. I'm imagining there's some sort of watch complication that you can activate. Um, and it just it just measures it in real time. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I, you know. And it sounds like it also tracks it in the background. Yeah. And will alert you, alert you if there's a, a problem. And yes. They did talk about how it's... Uh, the blood oxygen level measurements are good indicators of the, the health of your, your lungs and your heart. And heart. So yeah. this is sounds like a pretty advanced reading that will be quite informative to people and you know when they're when they're checking on their health. Mm. Oh absolutely. No, it's a it's a really good feature. I mean I that really, I mean, the, Apple's been putting a lot of research into their health and fitness stuff, and I—that's one of the main things that I use all the time. I mean, I—I I know people whinge about the old, you know, stand up because you've been sitting on your backside for fifty minutes. But yeah. From home all the time myself, I—it's nice to go. Oh, yeah, I, I need to get moving. Or you, you right. wake watch and your activity ring says zero, and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time to do something about that. And that they are engaging in three new research studies that have to do with the oxygen sensor, so that they continue to move forward with with the research applications, which uh, I, I think is is very interesting and exciting. And they even have a study that's uh, dealing with trying to uh, predict people who have COVID symptoms. Yeah. No, it does sound it, it does sound really good. The other thing that I, that I, I thought they were almost going to talk about that didn't quite get there was that new option where if you've got a family member who doesn't have an iPhone, you can do family membership. So you can manage your family's Apple Watches from your own iPhone, and they don't actually have to have an iPhone. And I thought, oh, are they going to talk about that the Apple Watch is finally going to be independent of the phone? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's sort of in a roundabout way, only dependent on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of odd, but but I mean, I guess in 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 that sense, it, it is independent. I'm assuming that you will need some sort of cellular plan on the watch if the kid or the grandparent or whoever is going to use it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And I think that was going to be for the – am I right thinking it was going to be in the S4 and above, that function? I believe so. Yeah, you have to have a cellular watch, I imagine, with an active plan. Mm. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, Series 4 and above, I believe. But that is nice for, for people who – I mean, if, if my uh, parents, for example, ever wanted an Apple Watch, they would need someone to – be able to set it up for them and configure it for them. And so mm -hmm. it's nice that that is available, I think. Yeah. 
really no, good. It, it is good. I mean, my um, I mean, my sons both got iPhones. And I was like, oh, do they really have to take? I mean, they're you know they're fifteen and sixteen year olds, so they're not very you know they're a bit rough and tumble at school. And it's like, do I really want an iPhone and an Apple Watch to take to school? Right, <laughs> right. Well, you could tell them to leave their phone at home. You'll see how see how well that goes over. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, and we forgot to say about new colours. We've got uh, red and blue. Blue, I really, I like the idea of the blue, yeah. Uh, new gold colour, apparently, whatever the new yeah. gold colour is, but the red and blue the red and blue sounds good. Yeah, and new bands, um, single loop bands, mm. which, which sound like it's just a stretchy mm. band that you just take on and off, which I am really looking forward to trying. I don't know if those are backwards compatible with the other watches, um, but if I keep my Series 4, I hope they are, because I, I like my Milanese loop. Um, mm. Occasionally, I find myself having to adjust it, and occasionally it pinches just a, just a tiny bit, mm-hmm. um, and mm. I don't like that. So I'm, and apparently the the single loops are very nice looking too. So you could have them, you know, for ease of use and for style as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the the 44 is back compatible with the 42, and the 42 is back compatible. The 40, sorry, is back compatible to the 38 size watch. So, which actually works really nicely. In fact, that's one of the things that really caught my attention. I thought, oh, goody, new. New Apple bands to buy because I've already got about. Yeah. <laughs> they said those loops were made of liquid silicone. What is that? What 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 kind of material is that? Uh, it flows around your wrist. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have braided ones too, which I don't know. I'd have to see it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know that I would want the braided one. I might fall in love with it when I see it because it's made of like recycled yarn woven with silicone i think i would like more of the solid silicone like liquid silicone mm-hmm. yeah. really? and they so. announced a couple of new uh or at least one new leather band as well which sounds like it's yes. a single loop as well oh yes and then, and, and then the uh the the double tour and the single tour hermes for you high rollers that that, that would be hermes. good for you david yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else that you all can think of about the, the, the new series six? I think we've covered the highlights that I can remember anyway. Yeah. I mean, there's a better processor, which is good. It's like 20% faster than the series five, which means it's 20% faster than the series four. Cause they basically had the same processor. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, um, yeah, and of course the, uh, was it after both watches when they talk about, you know, was drag out the the environmental impact, which I think is actually quite good. But you know, yeah. Apple Watch uses less this and less that, and it's good for the environment. What I thought was a bit sneaky, and they 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 dropped it in. I'm sure it's going to be the same with the iPhone next month. Is oh, and by the way, so we can stop people throwing their USB chargers away. We're not going to put a USB charger in the box anymore. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and they did it in the context of it's better for the environment. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So I have chargers coming out of my ears, so I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I'm sure it is better, but there are going to be some people who are going to be frustrated by that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've, my house is full of PowerPoints with uh, USB ports in them, in them anyway, so none of my Apple things actually plug into any chargers now. They just plug straight into the wall. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think most people have taken care of it pretty mm. well. And, of course, there is – it's a little confusing, but the new operating system for Watch Series 6 and below is actually – Watch OS 7. Am I right about that? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so Watch OS 7, along with uh, the, the other operating systems, are actually going to be released tomorrow, which, which, is, which surprised me a bit. Yeah, although I must say, having run the iOS 14 beta on my iPhone and Watch OS 7 beta, uh, they've been pretty much overall quite stable. I mean, I was, yeah. sit- I was sitting there thinking, oh, no, 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 please don't announce that Big Sur is going to be available tomorrow because that's nowhere near ready for Prime. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, but um, – and, and, they and they're not um, a releasing iOS, just iPad OS tomorrow, right, along with watchOS and tvOS. No, I thought it was iOS too. Okay. I- was- yeah. 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 It sounded like that. I'm not sure. You all, if you all heard heard that, then maybe the, maybe it is going to be released. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about the Apple Watch: you can finance it with your Apple Card. Which, darling, another reason why I should just get it. Just to say it. Yes. Try negotiating it, with a lawyer. It's 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 interesting. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. You need to get your you need to get your own lawyer. <laughs> well, I guess you sort of did, yeah, but that, the problem is that's the one you're negotiating he's, with. But he's cross-examining. <laughs> yeah, that's the pro. That's that's where the trouble comes. And you need a lawyer on your side, is the yes. thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's problematic. So, so um, David, I, I know um, you, we don't need to spend a long time on it, but I know you did at least one podcast using the beta of watch OS seven, where you demonstrated, you can now change the feed of the uh, haptic time feature. Um, so apparently they've, they've added at least a few things new for voiceover users in watch OS seven. Yeah. Look, I mean the, apparently the haptic time one, um, which you, where you can change the speed of the traffic time. That's been available apparently in Watch OS 6, which somebody pointed out to me, so that's why I covered it in, in the other one. But um, amazingly, you can use your Braille display with your Apple Watch. So you go into your normal voiceover Braille display settings on your Apple Watch now, and it works with the um, the Braille displays. And for people that have the very cool new Apple, uh, sorry, not Apple, the new Orbit Writer, which is a little, you know, Six eight six dot dot seven eight spacebar input braille keyboard that also works with your Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one of those. It's it's a nice device. Yeah, so you can sit there and navigate to your heart's content. So that's absolutely brilliant. And the other one that I think is really fantastic with Watch OS Seven Voiceover is you can change your languages on the fly now. So you don't need to change your region. So if you want, you know, English Daniel, US Sam, Australian Karen. The Ireland voice, the Irish voice, um, and the South African voice, you can add them into the rotor language in either the watch, uh, the watch app on your iPhone or on the Apple Watch itself, and you can just change it. So I know when I'm out and about because I like that deeper frequency voice 
because it's easier to listen to in, when you're out and about. I have it on Daniel when I'm out, and then I switch it back to Karen when I'm back at home. So there is a few cool. small switches that works really nicely. Yeah. And so, at least in your assessment at this point, you would not really hesitate to encourage people to go ahead and install Watch OS 7. You think it's pretty stable? absolutely stable absolutely yeah i mean it's 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 been fine i mean there's been nothing that's really i mean i know we had the the was it watch os 7 or was the beta i think it was watch os 7 we had that issue with voiceover not working i think it was actually with the watch itself in the beta process um so that sort of stirred a few people up but besides that um no it's extremely solid i mean i don't even feel like i'm using a beta anymore now okay good ready to go so um i know we've only touched upon it briefly but i I, i'm because it's cheaper um i'd be saying to people look the only difference it sounds like between the official apple watch i'm gonna keep thinking one i keep wanting to say seven apple watch six and the series uh, se one is i think it sounds like there's no there's no blood oxygen uh, parameter of checking stuff in the new one. Yeah. It's only, but that that sounded the only difference, though. Yeah, we don't know quite what all the details are. I think it's a it's, it has a different processor, but it's probably it probably works just fine. Yeah, especially if you don't have an Apple Watch right now, or if you still have like a Series Two or something, you know. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. Because like, like at the moment, I, I'd say to people, look, if you if you're a budget conscious person, and if you've still got an S two, then I'd go straight to maybe the uh, Apple Watch SE. And the SE um, going to start at, I believe, two ninety nine in the US. Yes. I don't know I what it is so. in Australia. Probably nine ninety nine. Yeah, some of like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so look, you know, I, I, and then I'd say if you're if you're an S three user and you definitely want four protection and that sort of stuff, then I, w- I would just say you know just go straight to the the Apple Watch six and be done with it. Don't worry about right. the version. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. I've got a four, and uh, and my wife Vicky has a three, and she she loves her Apple Watch, so I think we may both both go for the six. Um, we'll see. Why don't we move on to the iPad, unless anybody has anything else to say that's burning off the tip of your tongue about the watch stuff? No. Not hearing it. Not feeling it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, how about the new iPads? Help me with my memory here. I believe there were two of them announced. There's a regular iPad the less expensive one, does it have a name other than iPad now? iPad 8th generation. That's what they are. iPad 8th generation. Okay. And a new iPad Air. So mm. which one you want to start with? Well, start with the baby one first. Start with the 8th generation. And look, just to put it in context for people, because people go, oh, God, I, I get confused about, you know, which is the iPad 7th as opposed to the iPad Air as opposed to the iPad Pro. The iPad 8th generation one is actually the original um, iPad 9.7. So it's that's the original one that came out in 2010 because we're now 10 years later. Um, and so that's the original one. So it's morphed from a 9.7-inch iPad to a 
10.2 inch iPad screen. Um, and what I thought was interesting about that one was the fact that they've really booted up all the different innards in it to make it a lot better. It's got better front and back facing cameras. Of course, it supports the Apple Pencil. Um, and that was the one that I mentioned before about the uh, about the stuff that... Actually, no. Did they actually mention anything? They mentioned the fact that it was going to be USB-C now, which was good. The iPad Air is going to be oh, USB-C. Yeah, wasn't it? Not the, not the iPad Air. Yeah, uh, yeah. Last. But, oh, oh, God, USB-C at last on the iPad. Uh, no, no. Okay, that was a bit disappointing <laughs> then. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. You can get an iPad Air. It has USB-C. That's right. Now, which, which iPad, which the other thing that caught my, my excitement level to was the Touch ID. That was the Air that has the Touch ID built into the power button, like the top button, which I'm very curious if that's going to be coming to other technology. Yeah. I would love that. Because what they, what they weren't clear about, so there's, I wonder if that means that you've still got Face ID then. I guess that must, must mean you do have Face ID still. Yeah, they weren't clear at all on that. They didn't it, say you yeah. didn't. No. But they didn't say you did either. They didn't say you yeah. did either. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. They just didn't say either way. So right. it, does, does the does the previous iPad Air before the one they just announced does does it have Face ID? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but but it, we know for sure that it has Touch ID. But but anything else about the 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 eighth generation iPad before we get into the Air? I mean, it's going to be great for schools. That's exactly who they're. That's what marketing it at yeah there's the education market yeah. so and look i mean they were talking about you know the, the faster processor um you know it runs better it got a better screen to look at in low in light conditions um so no but i mean for a general like Alison said for a general school ipad it's going to be absolutely brilliant so yeah and it's they were bragging about how how much faster it is than all the popular l- l- laptops and Chromebooks and all that. So they mm-hmm. they got that in there for sure. Unfortunately, it's, it's more expensive than those a lot of those. Well, at least in the Chromebook. Yeah, and look, it's quite funny because I, I spent. I mean, I've got an iPad Pro ten point five sitting on my desk here at the moment with a smart keyboard and the trackpad on it, and I keep thinking. I can't still replace my laptop, as in my MacBook, mm. um, an iPad, because there's still some things that VoiceOver won't do when I'm editing or doing mm-hmm. other stuff than what VoiceOver does on the Mac or what JAWS does on Windows and so on. So it's funny when they say, oh, you know, it's almost a, la- or it is a laptop replacement. Well, for, spe- for a specific user groups, it, it's really not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I would rather have a, 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 I don't have one right now, but I'd rather have a small MacBook than a an iPad, just because I love the the Mac OS so much. Mm, yeah, and I, I've I've got a little um, a, a little uh, piggy bank, sort of virtually. That's uh, having money put into it for my Apple Silicon Mac at the end. Oh, of the me field. too, me too. <laughs> I I can't wait to to get one and try it out. But we digress. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. So, so I, so I, for education, for schools, I think this is a great new iPad, and, and I think it's available today, right? You can start ordering it. Absolutely, and that was yes. the same. And that was the same with the watches too. That we should have mentioned that uh, pre-ordering is 
today, and they're av- they're available Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friday. yeah it's like yeah. Well, how about the iPad Air? Were you all excited by the the changes to it? It's not like it's been redesigned. It seems nice. I'm more excited about the potential of the technology of having the touch ID embedded in the power button than anything else. Honestly, it's, you know, again, it's not something I think I need. If I was going to get anything, it would be an iPad pro with the magic keyboard. But again, like David, I want to, I, I personally want to get it when I can replace my laptop. I see. Yeah. yeah, I mean the 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 touch ID is going to be interesting because it's like, oh, if that works out, that then you can see that transitioning over to the iPhone, which would be very nice. Um, the other thing that was interesting, there was no mention about lidar in the uh, iPad Air, so I guess the the lidar stuff stays in the iPad Pro for the moment. But the the speed of these machines now is just getting absolutely amazing. I mean, there can't be that much difference now between an iPad Pro processing speed and an iPad Air now because it just seems to be light, lightning quick. So mm-hmm. back in my game, my God, what is it? A nano trans a transistor? The transistors was it four millimeters thick? Um, it's just incredible. And you know, when you start talking of transmitters, it's like my a transistor. Sorry, it's absolutely amazing. They measure them in atoms now. Yeah. Mm. They're so small, just 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 crazy. So, David, if 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 you don't mind um, saying a little bit, question: How would a person, in your opinion, decide between the iPad eighth generation versus the new iPad Air? Like, what 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 would one what would push one toward an Air? Yeah, look, I, I honestly think if you're a school person, if you're at school then there's no question about the iPad 8. Um, if you're a uni person or a person in the workplace or at home and you want to do a little bit more than just read email, web browsing and a bit of note-taking, um, then I would always recommend you go for the iPad Air because some okay. people don't are of the iPad Pro. So I think the iPad Air sits in that absolutely sweet spot between um, the iPad and the iPad Pro. So, um, you know, when I next upgrade my wife's iPad Pro, because she has got the original 12-inch, um, then I'll we might even go into an Apple store and I'll when, it, when it's a bit more convenient, mm-hmm. um, have a look at both and compare the iPad Air to the iPad Pro and see what she thinks. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I'm, I don't use the iPad. Haven't for a while. Just really haven't. Uh, had a need for it. Uh, my wife uses a, the, one of the the Baby Pro, the, one of the small iPad Pro, and she yeah. loves it. But she yeah. might she might also enjoy one of the bigger ones because she likes to watch movies on it. You you have thoughts about the iPads, Allison? Yeah, I haven't used one in a number of years um, because for me, I just find that I can get everything I need to get done with my phone. Same with me, but. Yeah, like I said, I'm waiting until the Pro can be a full laptop replacement, and then I'll consider it more seriously. Yeah, I mean, mean, for for low vision people too, I mean, the iPad, what is it? The iPad was 10.2 inches, and then the iPad Air was 10.9. So from a low Mm -hmm. vision, um, it's the old thing about you're going to need less magnification overall if your screen's slightly bigger. So... You know, that could improve the level of magnification. Like, my wife always uses the Apple Pencil all the time. 
Um, so the, the fact that you've got, you know, the new Apple Pencil working on the iPad Air or the... And I don't think... Did they mention... Yes, I did mention the new iPad, the Apple Pencil for the iPad. So um, the fact that, you know, it's magnetically connected to the side um, and you've got access to that all the time. Because half the time I notice when my wife's start doing the stuff, she's actually drawing and writing on the iPad screen. She doesn't actually use the keyboard. Um, and also, too, she also uses a terminal application to talk to the system at work, which is a Windows application at work. And she actually uses the actual uh, Apple Pencil to tap and use objects on that application rather than using any mouse control. So, Very oh, cool. neat. Yeah, so she loves her Apple Pencil. It's like, oh, no, we've got to buy a new one because this one's broken. So uh, <laughs> pretty good. So, yeah, look, I, I, it sounds really fantastic. So if I didn't have a... If I didn't have an iPad Pro already, 10.2, I'd go, oh, that, that air sounds very interesting. I'll, I'll probably talk to Apple here in Sydney when it's available because I really do want to look at that Touch ID because, it, it, like Alison said, that sounds really, really fantastic. Right, right, it does. Anything else about the iPads or the really about the, the whole event? I think we've kind of covered it pretty well. Yeah, look, the, the only thing I'd love to say is that, that they had a video about, was it about just at the end of the Apple Watch stuff, and it was, it does that, or it can do that. And that was so hilarious because it was being... I crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. brought yeah, a that, smile to me. Yeah, that video is really fun to watch if somebody wants to at least watch one from the from the presentation. That was a funny one. Yeah, because she started in bed. And then she was going all over the place and, you know, the, the, the yoga person, the surfer dude, the helicopter person, and then finally the astronauts in space, because she couldn't hear them, held up behind and goes, she said, don't you dare say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was hilarious. So, well, yes, lovely. Yeah, and I, I agree with Allison. I thought it was a, a good presentation. I like these that are being done right now that are, that are all – pre-recorded and they can make them so flow so smoothly and i mean yeah. I like the live ones too but 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 th they're doing a great job adapting to the current situation i think i love the drone footage like we fly over over tim's shoulder and yeah. we find craig Federici working on his ipad and and then you know we fly over to sacramento and i'm like this is neat yes you know? <laughs> it, it was neat and to have it so well described like that was was really fantastic. Yeah. Is it though? Is they say we're going back to so and so in the in the lobby of the actual auditorium, and it's like, shouldn't you be on the stage rather than yeah. the? Lobby? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting how they they really shifted things around to to accommodate the fact that there is no audience. They can talk from wherever they want to. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's no, it's lovely. So no, no, and I, look, I like the fact that it was an hour long because. Those two-hour presentations, you start to... Ooh, you start to drift a little. Yeah. <laughs> Too many videos, and they go on and on about stuff, and you think, come on, we've been 45 minutes into this thing, you haven't actually said anything yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it bang, was it? It was, it was quite well-paced, actually. I thought yeah, so, too. I agree. Can we agree that we'll come back together next month? Because I'm Absolutely. pretty sure there's going to be an iPhone presentation next month totally 
Yes, and then hopefully after that we'll come back again and talk about the new Apple Silicon and the new MacBook. Yes. Yeah, we got some exciting things coming up that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you, David and Allison, for doing this with me. I'm glad we got this covered. Well, thank you both. It's always fun. Always. Yeah. I love we we talk for more than five minutes, so that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That is fantastic. <laughs> I will get this out later on this afternoon is my plan, unedited pretty much, so we can just get it up there so people can hear what the announcements were. Cool. So th- thank you all so much. And this is Robert, one of the old tech doctors, saying so long for now. And this is Allison, the slightly younger tech doctor, <laughs> saying bye, everyone.